This is an Area Code podcast. We have to stay inside. Cable is way too high. It's cheap to look at ratchet books. Rachel, the HBIC of the HNDC. We got Nitra and Dev. I know we would probably joke around a little bit, but let me tell y'all something. I literally just finished the second book 10 minutes before we started recording. And my God, on today, I am so upset. Somehow, I am so upset. I finished reading this book. Listen, I finished reading this book in a taken. The dump. Like I sat on the toilet. You know, I suffer from constipation from time to time. And I was able to knock these 70 pages out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In a flush is all I'm saying. And it that was the perfect scenario in reading this piece of shit book. You should have then wiped I this uh, okay. Before we really, really get into the book, so in my brain, I thought Red Johnson was like an old nigga from the South, right? This bothers me because this is what I just read about the author. Should have done this beforehand. Sorry, book club members, but here we go. Red Johnson, also known as Anne Marie, hmm. is a 23-year-old independent author born and raised in New Jersey. She started writing at the age of nine and ever since then has been writing her passion. She's inspired okay. by Danielle Santiago and Wadia Clark. Um, once she came across their books, Reds, Reds, and it is Reds, her name is plural. Reds pushed to get involved um, around the age of 13 going on 14. So these books, and Red here, if you look at her, my brain wants to say discography, but I know she's not a musical artist, but if you look at her whole catalog, a book. There you go. That's what it's called. All of her books are about prostitution. Every Ooh. fucking one. Ah. Well, we know. What and they means. all have black women on the cover, and so I'm assuming that just means they're all white. Yeah. Right. One. They're just trying to put it out there in a certain light. They're trying to cater to our audience because I don't really know to. Like, black people, we write about drugs and prostitution. White people don't really, they write about having sex with uh, the homeless man at the red light. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't really, <laughs> I don't know. There's a difference. There's a, there's this, a black. Mm. I didn't know that it could get worse. But, and now, I'm, and now I do wonder, is Anne-Marie white? You know what? What we do know is, no matter what her race is, she's either encountered or she's definitely been around people 
who have been in these unfortunate situations. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, this is the yes. life of prostitution. It might be, you know, she might be a new prostitute coming in and she's talking about the life of her uh, prostitution mentor. Do they? Do they have mentors? Like do do prostitutes do prostitutes have mentors? I think yeah. their mentor would be the bottom bitch. Mm. Right? Okay. Okay. It's hard out here for a pimp. Okay. Right. Their men, I'm assuming their mentor is the bottom bitch. But that, if this is like a prostitution family, like if they really like take care of themselves. I imagine Anne Marie being the little white girl on Hard out here for a pimp. What's the name of that movie? <laughs> Hustle and oh, Flow. Hustle and Flow. I am in charge. Yeah. That's, that's who I picture Anne Marie being. Her. She's only 23 yes. years old. Mm hmm. Remember that white girl? You know what I'm saying? She was down for the cause. So I think that's envision Anne Marie being some type of white girl of that caliber. And she's just, she's. You know, every prostitute has a dream, and her dream was to become an authoress, and she did. She did. I seen a prostitute yesterday with braces. I was so like, could, this bitch got imagine, dreams. Ooh. <laughs> so you, do you think Anne Marie is a prostitute, or she was a prostitute? Most definitely. I, I feel like she's writing spirit experiences and not stories. Absolutely. Well, that's what stories are, experiences, a lot of the time. That's especially not true. In, I will say. Especially in hood novels, nigga. In hood novels, these are experiences. Lord, how mercy. So this trash, this this book in less than 100 pages, <laughs> it starts off with Jeremy, who turns himself in for slitting Chelsea's throat, which I was surprised that he got away. I didn't know that was a thing you can do when the cops were literally behind you. Uh, surprise, surprise. But he got away. Surprise, surprise. And she, and she went on about her life. And somehow she has a, an apartment that she's staying in, which another thing didn't know you can do unless you can prove that you had at least three times the rent. Isn't that how apartments go? Or is she sucking dick for an apartment? Yep. Or is this a motel? You know how you can have the motels that you stay in, that you live at, those things? Right, most likely. Yeah. Either way, she is with her friend, her crackhead friend, Ace, who I imagine looks like a crackhead version of Kevin Hart. Wow. Uh, That's rather vivid. Now I really want to see that in person. Like what Kevin Hart would look like as a crackhead. I was picturing him like a little pudgier and probably bald. Mm. Pudgy, mm. he's a crackhead. No. He's probably a little petite motherfucker. You can count his ribs. All the time. Like yeah. <laughs> real skinny, always got a cigarette. He got a little goatee. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, because his brother is so, like, described as so, like, a massive. Yeah, the opposite. Right. He, he's a little scrawny little brother that, that you know, mm -hmm. let his height get the best of him. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so Chelsea 
she calls Ace or whatever. Ace comes over and Ace kind of drops this knowledge. He was like, oh, what I, what's with your boy Jason? You know, Jason is with this girl named Sarah. And, you know, because Chelsea was trying to put off like, oh, we still cool. But he was like, nah, I know what happened. You went over right. there. They kicked your ass out. That's not how yeah. it worked. And then we learn that the only reason why he knows this is because Ace is or the brother-in-law of Sarah's sister, Sarah being the girl that Jason is now engaged to. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got mad all over again about this goddamn book. So... (laughs) (laughs) Jason, okay, this is my first question I had wrote when I when I was writing all this, because in it, in this second chapter, she, she basically lays out that Chelsea, and this is so stupid to me, Chelsea knew that she didn't want to be with Jason, but she always just assumed Jason would always take her back, even though, and she would go back with him, even though she always knew that she ain't shit and should never be with him, which that is a whole bunch of bullshit. But this was my question that I had wrote down. Jason is clearly a simp. Have you ever been or had a simp? Oh, yeah. I keep a simp in the roller deck. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Those are the best ones. You know, you can tell them, listen, my horse caught a flat, you know, and... I just don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I have a horse with a flat tire. And they'll be like, oh, let's go buy a tire. You know what I'm saying? Like, those simps are the, like, they're the coolest <laughs> to me because, you know, they just, they, you know, they got a good heart. And not everybody has a good heart. You know, Jason had a good heart. And unfortunately, he found somebody that'll play that fiddle on that ass. See, mm. and I know. I'm not gonna lie, I just figured out what a simp was like yesterday. I didn't know. <laughs> I am so sick oh, really? of you and your lack I didn't of... know. What is happening? What is in your life right now? I need you I to mean, go right read Urban Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> I need you... Do I need to, to schedule you classes once a week mm-hmm. to get it's with the classes shit? classes need you. <laughs> yes. You know how people pay for acting classes? We gotta yeah. get you get you a little out of this shell. Yeah, class, the, you know. For whatever reason, class. I thought a simp was like something to do with um, what's it called? Bondage, BDSM. No, it's simp for being simple. They're simple, fucking minded. Like well, I know that now. I'm just saying. Well, that's what I thought. Some things don't need to be explained, and I am sick of this shit. But you, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Every time it's the same thing. Every time. I'm gonna need you to go in these streets and just find a random nigga and suck his dick and be like, "I right, peace, Ooh. nigga." <laughs> Come here, just rip out shorts. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just whatever. But anyway, I don't know if that's the move. <laughs> I don't know if that's Devin, the have move. you ever have you ever been a simp? Have I ever been a simp? No, I have not. Wait a minute. Really? Not even. You might have been a simp and didn't know it, boo boo. Ooh. <laughs> a lot of Ooh. a lot of times these simps <laughs> don't know that they simps, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I've been a simp. I can't recall simping. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't recall someone, a girl, asking me for a favor and being like, "Well, I guess two plus two does equal three I don't know. You know, <laughs> that, you know. I don't know, Devin. I just kind of strike you as the type, like, like, like cares too much. 
he's the neighbor. You know how you have that one neighbor, kind of like your neighbor husband, and you can get this motherfucker to do anything. But like, can you come in here and paint my whole apartment real quick? And he's like, well, I can't do it now, but I can come back in about an hour. And this motherfucker and painted the whole apartment. And she like, uh, I'm gonna order some chicken. You want some? And then they sit there and watch a little, a little Dave Chappelle. And then all of a sudden, he thinks they dating. <laughs> she be like, "Can you go over here real quick and walk my pit bulls?" He be like, "I'll be over there later." You know, he thinks they dating on the cool. I do a lot of favors, but I don't do a lot of requests. What you ask? Oh, you do a lot of favors, and not. I'll I'll do something that someone didn't ask me for, but if someone asked me for something, that I'm like, Ooh. I'm pretty choosy. That's how they drive. We call that what? In the pimp market, we call that dry begging. You know, we don't directly ask you for what we want, but we hit around to that bitch, and then you be clicking. Well, you know what? I could put that alternator on her car. YouTube is a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> Dev, I love you. Damn, you're not as sheltered as as Rachel, so no, I, I, I love you more. Could have been. <laughs> Saying, you're you're open know. to the idea yeah. of being awakened by head while Rachel feels like it's a SVU moment and shit. Like what? It's not an SVU unit. It's <laughs> like, can I take a shower? Like, Some niggas like that seasoning oh, in the yeah. morning. Some like, what? Niggas, it's like an El Natural. Right. Some niggas like to let the, the cootie cat muster overnight. Mm. And that's wonderful if you like that, but I want to take a shower. Yeah, man, you, ain't, you ain't never smell a good bottle of wine. You know what I mean? Tell her, Dev. Yeah, you gotta put some age on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like cheese. Like motherfucking cheese. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Damn. All right. Cheese, so people like, cheese. like aged cheese, and the, mm-hmm. the more aged it is, the more it stinks. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so you go you eat you eating you eating three day old pussy or something, Devin? You said yeah. more age. Well look, I look I ain't dating anyone who doesn't regularly bathe, but look, I'll catch her I'll catch her between showers. Tell her, Dev. She <laughs> just wrong. walked four blocks from the train to your house and you like my baby looking sexy. You gonna mm. take that musky charge. Exactly. That's a difference than when you sleeping in it, you letting it sleep and simmer overnight for eight hours. So did you not take a bath before you went to sleep? Are you one of those, I'm going to go to sleep and wake up in the morning to take a shower type bath? I'm a morning shower person. Mm-mm, not when you got overnight guests, baby. You need to uh, rinse and flush it out and yeah. then let him have his... Okay, can we talk about this? I'm, I will not be giving you free game, okay? <laughs> I will be on takelessons.com <laughs> selling the game. Nietzsche about to have a, club, a clubhouse group. What you going to get? Uh, I mean, Nietzsche, get that clubhouse popping. You need an invite? I got like six of them. I am not joining the iPhone cult. Y'all can have y'all tonight. <laughs> Oh, but goodness. I might start an OnlyFans talking that shit though. Hey, like put some game. <laughs> Do it. Do it. So, okay. She Ace says, I know what's going on. We find out that Ace is his um, like I said, his brother is Sarah's brother-in-law. His brother's name is Sincere. So we all get that clear because it took me a minute for whatever reason. Sincere. I also fucking hate how this book, like all their children, are named their parents' names. Junior. 
Yeah, Baby. Sincere Jr. Baby Chelsea. What the fuck are you? Come up with different like, names. Like, couldn't think of two other names. There, just are two, two. there are two children in this just book. Just two. <laughs> they, can't, they can't have original names. What's so, more original than Sincere, sir? Uh, unique. <laughs> yeah. You can name their child unique. Genuine. Some, just, yeah, uh, genuine. Whatever. Name your child genuine for the culture. Oh, my God. Yes. Why not? Genuine, genuine pony. Hennessy. <laughs> but yeah, we learned that that's his brother because he goes over there and we know that Ace is a crackhead and his brother is not. They both grew up in the streets type thing, but his brother left, you know, got out. Ace stayed in and Ace is basically a crab in the bucket. He hates his brother because his brother got out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so his insecurities are making him think that his brother feels that he is better than him. Classic crab in the bucket mm-hmm. mentality. But it is still very frustrating <laughs> when you say you want money, you say you want out, and someone's literally trying to hand you that out, and you're like, "Fuck this, nigga! I still don't want it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't I don't want I, their way out." Right, which would be the same thing as Chelsea not wanting Jason. Mm. Absolutely. And that is frustrating as fuck. Crack. Yep. Yep. yep I don't yep. I don't understand the idea of like hustling to stay in the situation that you claim you hate. Well, that's how a lot of unfortunately in the hood, that's a lot of that that's the mentality. You know what I'm saying? They can come up with a million get quick rich schemes, but they don't have the means to dedicate to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I'm going to start a popsicle dog grooming stand. But all they got is an idea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't, they don't have any resolve, any follow through. And then what's so bad, being in the inner city, when you try to strive to get out the hood, motherfuckers look at you like, why is you trying to leave the hood, son? You think you better than us? You know? So, you know, with being you know, people of color in the hood, man, it's it's a catch-22. Like, you know, you got one foot in and one foot out. Ace want to get out, but he want to get rich and quick get out. He don't want to take the right. time and nurture his addiction and nurture, because he is a functioning crackhead. That's what yes. they, they were implying. He's a functioning crackhead. Look, I got a job, but I like to smoke crack on my break. What is wrong? You know what I'm saying? Type shit. Right. Right. I think that's a little crazy, even the whole, even the whole like, um, his, his thinking, and like, while he's there, by the way, we meet Yana, who is Sarah's sister, and Sincere's wife, and we learn that Yana and Sincere have a 15-year-old son named Sincere Jr., um, who's just not there, but that's another thing, it's just kind of like, is there anything wrong with thinking you might be better than somebody else? Like, for real. Sincere is better than Ace. Like, but he don't yeah. think that. He doesn't think he's better than Ace. Ace, in his insecurities, thinks that, you know what I'm saying? This is simply a case of boys in the hood. You know, you got yeah. Ricky, who got one, you know, his daddy, like, built him to be this solid force. And then you got Doughboy, who is all about the hood. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't put it past yeah. him being smart as fuck. He just don't know how to, you know, 
And for those, for those who are unfamiliar with uh, Boys in the Hood, it's uh, it's more of a Squidward SpongeBob dynamic. If you, you know mean. what? I'm not about to play with y'all and these goddamn millennials. <laughs> if you don't fucking know Boys in the Hood, you ain't got no reason to listen to this podcast, goddammit. <laughs> oh what I'm saying, God. though, would it be so wrong if Sincere really didn't know that he was better than his brother? I mean, you probably shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> Like, before, do you think do you think that you're better than anyone? Like, if you really break it down, do you I really? Do, have... I, do, I do think I'm better than every Thank police you, officer. <laughs> I will say this because of the circumstance. It's just like this. Like, I have cousins that they felt like my sister and I thought we were better than them mm. because we grew up in a two-parent household. Like, motherfucker, that's not even at the forefront of my brain, but that's what you're observing because we yeah. operate different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So as we got adults and we are, you know, we don't have a relationship, you know, shit's popped off before. You know what I'm saying? You damn right I think I'm better than you because you weren't raised to be this hood bitch you grew yourself into be. You let the hood grab you. You the one out here with four baby daddies, bitch, and screaming, fuck the world. Like, I don't right. have that problem. So I chose better for myself. And if you can't choose or, you know, don't want to choose better for yourself, goddamn it, I, I got the right to think I'm better than you because you're not even trying. I 100% agree. I don't, don't get me wrong, I don't think I'm better than a lot of people, but I do think I'm better than some people. And I don't, but I don't think that hinders me. Uh, I don't think that can, I don't think that necessarily hinders someone like having a humble attitude or wanting to help bring someone up with them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I feel you. And then Devin said he believes he's better than all police officers. I do. So, hey, all of everybody them. is better than fucking police officers. Gotcha. <laughs> so, we move on up. Then we, get, we also get some little glimpses into Derek's life. If we remember from the last book, Devin was Chelsea's hired pimp. And after Chelsea got, his, got her throat slit by his daddy, he was just kind of like, oops, oh well, he's moved on and he has a new life. Um, you said in Devin. Miami. Derek. Oh, she did sorry. say Devin. I, I swore I heard Devin, but I just let it go. Derek. Like Derek. I thought Devin you were making amazing. like a joke. Derek is trash. We know where your brain is this morning. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Derek has moved to Miami, and Going he has a new Miami. In the needle, on Miami. Um, he has a new bottom bitch named Tiffany. Yeah. Who I don't know if she's black or white. Take her, I'm take assuming her, take she's her black. chapters out. Take her chapters out. I hated those. Yeah, her storyline was really unimportant. Oh. They could have just kept talking about the, mm-hmm. the 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 foursome with the family and the, the crackheads. Like, Y'all yeah, there was. They could have left it there. Jeremy could have just told us at the end of the book that he got that Derek got murdered, and we could have left it there. I need to yeah. have a whole chapter describing rape. We every chapter of Tiffany's yeah, is a rape I'm chapter. Like, nah, nah. Um, you know what I find baffling about the prostitution culture as I ride down the street in the hood in Houston, that's prostitution lane. Um, these women are they really have mental illness. Mm-hmm. Like Tiffany, mm-hmm. she got recruited and didn't even realize she got recruited. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's right. took for him to beat her ass to be like, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Then, then they have a lot of times they they take those ass whoopings and they stay. 
bitch, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Go on a different side of town and sell that pussy. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it takes them forever. They feel like they can't leave. And that's their addiction. Even if they're not on drugs, their addiction is, you know, that lack of self-love and all that, mm. you know, other, Cause that, other cause things that have to do with self. They think love that they think like being being beat and being abused like it's what comes with love because they don't have yeah. the other right they don't have the other perspective. And and Tiffany's so Tiffany's life is also a lot like Chelsea's. Maybe this is why it was it was in here. I don't mm-hmm. fully know, but we learned later on that Chelsea started drugs and hooking and all that trash when she was in college. She got addicted to drugs when she was in college, which does happen. Wendy happened. Williams, it happened to Wendy Williams. That's when she yeah. started doing cocaine. Uh, and so she she met Derek, I guess, while she was in college. I guess he was just hanging around the yard. Yeah. I don't fully understand this. But she was in college. She met him, and that's when she got into drugs and hooking, or yeah. accidentally, or got into drugs, and then Derek basically coerced her or brought her over into hooking. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. these chap oh these chapters were so much for me. They were just very gross. And I just Extremely. Think, I just didn't think they were super necessary. Because the the only purpose they served was to eventually get us to the point where Tiffany kills Derek. Right. I just feel like we could have gotten that a different way rather than them describing all of these very gross scenes just so we can get to that point. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't like that. It was a lot. It was just too much. Like, overall, it was just too much. I do know that... I don't know if um, Tiffany was in school in my... Or, like, so in at the very end of this first chapter where we meet Tiffany and mm-hmm. Tiffany does this big speech about how I'm going to get out and I don't want to be with Derek anymore, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She I'll says, be- you know, she only moved to Miami to further her modeling career, but she knew that she yeah. sh- she should never win. She should listen to her mother. It was a bad idea. Um, which is how it happens, unfortunately. Which also makes me wonder, um, like, how... If Derek was also part of that, like, oh, I can help you be a model type thing, because you have to be, I, I, this is just me saying this, but like, you have to be pretty naive to think that you're going to go to Miami to be a model. Yeah. But a lot but, of girls probably do. Was. Yeah. And they pay for them titties and they pay for them ass. Yeah. And it probably happened the same way it happened with Chelsea, where like, Tiffany probably thought it was a little bit more of like an actual relationship between her and Derek. Yeah. And things went the other way. All right. And then, ugh, yeah. So, ugh. anyway, we get back to Chelsea mm-hmm. and uh, she's, you know, still on being high and Chelsea's all this rates, other stuff. Her rates have dropped significantly. And that, her rates. Okay. I wanted to bring this up. Thank you, Devin. Mm-hmm. Now, in the last book, we knew that Chelsea was fucking a hundred dollars an hour, five hundred for a gang neck. Yeah. She and and here because she's friends with Ace or 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 I don't fully understand it, but um, Ace also has another friend and they fuck her 
the friend I forget the other the other friend's name. Rock. Rock. Bam. We, Rock. We, we skipped we skipped the part that I want to talk about. We'll, I'll, I'll mention which that. one. No, no, no. He was at the Ace was at the hotel with the teenage girl. Yeah. Like what? And then that's yeah. how we get introduced to Rock because Ace beats her up and then like and leaves her there. Leaves and it's like Rock, pick me up, and then they go back to the Chelsea program. Yeah. Like, you know what, dog? Y'all just gonna yeah. so this man's a whole pedophile. This man's a whole pedophile. Um, fucking teenage girls. I uh, we uh, there's a lot here, yeah. and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It's like so far we've already we're like we're like halfway in. We've gotten pedophilia, we've gotten mm-hmm. rape, and we've gotten like physical abuse. Yep. I'm the like, big three. For, <laughs> for what what does this serve? You know, not the story. Yeah. And definitely not the plot. So there's been but, abuse yeah. through the whole book. So yeah. yeah. Like there's nothing that I mean, we're talking about prostitution and drugs. Mm. There's nothing that's off the table right now. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it all comes with that. You know? And he yeah. was in there with young girls and that ain't that ain't new. And like I said, in his defense, he strung out on crack. However, R. Kelly, you was not on crack, sir. However, uh what's his name? The the white man that married his daughter. Woody Allen. Daughter, he was not on crack. Morgan Freeman, right. who was dating his step uh, granddaughter. The granddaughter, yeah, not granddaughter. on crack. Oh, is that what happened Morgan Freeman? I've been trying to find that mm-hmm. story. He was uh-huh. married to the grandma. I was like, he been playing with that pussy. I don't know why they acting. God damn. I don't know why yeah. they acting. Same. Well, I, I have a quick question, was. though. There's a part where they're at, uh, Ace goes back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Chelsea is just smoking crack. Uh, or back to her apartment, whatever. Chelsea is just, you know, smoking crack like you do. And he's like, bitch, I'm hungry. And so she was like, there's some peanut and butter, peanut butter and jelly in the, in the refrigerator. And he says, bitch, is you fucking stupid? The fuck I look like eating a choker sandwich. Yeah. Y'all ever heard of he a choker sandwich before? He had a point. What's a choker sandwich? It was a peanut butter sandwich. He ain't got no bread. I mean, no water, no milk. He ain't got shit. And she (laughs) want him to eat fucking peanut butter and bread at three o'clock in the morning. Bitch, she said peanut butter and jelly. It's all in there. (laughs) I don't care how much jelly you put on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That peanut butter is gonna fuck you up. Nitra is defending the crackheads big time today. I ain't never heard no damn choker sandwich in my life, and that's all she got. Clearly, that's all that they needed. Shout out to the crackheads. She just said she just sucked a whole bunch of dick for that crack, and so she wasn't gonna share, and clearly she wasn't gonna go buy groceries. So, unless he was going to go suck dick, which we did learn from the high school girl that was sucking his dick, that he's been to jail for sucking dick for crack before. He could have done it mm-hmm. if he just, if he didn't want a choker sandwich. Yeah, if you've sucked dick before, you can eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I think I can say that pretty confidently. Nah. I can and say that very confidently. No, <laughs> dick like, sucking... Nah. Dick sucking comes with moisture, okay? Uh, you can create your own spit sucking dick, but wait, you cannot. It, look, you cannot. 
create your own spit, eating like anything with peanut butter, not a peanut butter. Listen, cracker, listeners, I want you to. You, I want you to you comment. Suck and, yeah, I want you to comment if you if you got on Instagram or a podcast app. I want you to comment. Would you suck? What's harder, sucking dick or eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich? America needs to know. No, if you out here, if you out here sucking dick for a dollar, then you can eat a goddamn peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Period. You got life and bullshit fucked up. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich with nothing to drink. That's like fucking. What is it called? Asphyxiation yeah. where you get you better chest. you better turn the sink on and put your mouth underneath it. They you, crack it. You, Nitra is like, give me a dick. That's right. I create <laughs> my own witness when sucking dick. But I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich last night and I had to get up and get something to drink. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all. He can with take his hobby. ass to... No. I cannot believe in 2021. I can't believe you're defending this, Nature. I can't believe you are defending this we got, we choker gotta make, sandwich. We got to make team dicks versus team peanut butter and jelly shirts. <laughs> I'm team BB and J. I'll tell you that. That's the name of the episode. I'm team team dicks versus dick peanut butter suck. and jelly. I'm dick suck all day long. This is ridiculous. Ridiculous. What's ridiculous is that y'all would rather choke to death eating a goddamn dry ass peanut butter and jelly <laughs> than suck a dick. Now, Dev, I understand your plight, but <laughs> Rachel, again, I'm sick of you and the bullshit that Rachel, you be bringing to these that, 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 peanut butter that, and jelly. Away. Come on now. The jelly is moist. You no. talking about ain't nothing in the sandwich moist. No. The jelly is what you eating toast into peanut butter? That's dry. That is the craziest thing about this book is how many people are white in this book. That's that's why I ask: Is Reds Johnson real slash Anne Marie? Is she a white woman? I don't know. I'm the whole because if she is, this is gonna give me even more of a problem. Yeah. Because if you're a white woman, Anne Marie, if you just so happen to listen to this, Anne Marie, little girl, if you are a white woman. A, that means you are exploiting black bodies on your covers in order to yeah. get black people. Honestly, reading. you approving the artwork of this book was no, no. So this you're is, being a Rachel Dolezal already. Yeah. Okay. You claiming get the, get the black, black woman not. off this book. This is a book about two white people. And when you look at every, and I, I'm not, I am not going to read any more Red Johnson's books. Oh. Just being that, and to say that right now, don't have to wait to the end of the episode. But. <laughs> If all of her books are about prostitution and this one is already giving me this, that makes me, that truly makes me wonder yeah, a I lot about it. you. I ain't here for it. I ain't with it. I ain't with it. Please, I'm... please don't be a white woman because there's, there's so many more layers of issue if this is a white woman yeah, writing about quote unquote black life slash culture and pro- yeah. like, ooh, no. Not a, not a fan. Not over here on this side. Fuck <laughs> on that side. Oh yeah, Ace is like, on. I want to open the strip club. I just had this idea. And Rock is like, right. that's smart. That's smart. And Rock was like, that's smart. So you should rob your brother. So okay, yeah, okay. This is what okay. So moving from there, we oh we then meet... Rock and Ace have sex with Chelsea. Right. So we move. We meet Yana. We meet Sincere. Uh, we see his life. Um, we realize that Sarah is still upset whenever she sees Jason react to 
anything that has to do with Chelsea. As she very well should be. As she very well fucking should be. I'm team be. Sarah this whole book until the end. And uh, that is okay. Mm-hmm. The end is what made me almost throw my eyes. The back. end was my, trash. As if this whole book wasn't trash. But the end was absolute I'm like, trash. No, y'all did not. But yeah, so we get to, we go through the hotel. Ace is getting his dick sucked uh, by this little girl who then talks about his dick, which your dick must really be small if you got that mad, nigga. Yeah. Um, Even if but, it ain't, men still get mad. He, <laughs> he, we meet Rock. Rock picks him up after he beats up the hotel manager and the little girl. Rock pulls up. And then we learned that Ace wants to invest in a strip club. Why yeah. niggas always want to invest in a goddamn strip club? Get, a get job. rich quick scheme. Like I said, get rich quick schemes. Look, man, I understand. Like, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with being your own boss. But, like, nope. hold a job first before you think you can over here just build an empire out the dirt. Out of nothing. And it's always a strip club. What niggas yeah. always want to work a strip club? I'm like, do y'all just... remember? Do y'all remember in uh, Soul Plane when Method Man wanted to open a strip club slash daycare on the plane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that shit was golden. It just needed to be nurtured. But anyway. Honestly, not a bad idea. I mean, F- someone got to watch Functionally, it. it makes sense. I will say that. Right. They're going to spend more. In the air, though? Fuck it. In the air? Fuck it. On the ground. I can totally see it. Mm-hmm. On the ground. But in the air, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, men, are, mm-hmm. men men will get look at ass at any chance they get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't they really don't club care. On the plane? Ooh, yeah. you, know, you know I'm in there like swimwear. They call it the Mile High Club for real. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the strip club. Yep. And and club. it is and you are—I mean, I guess you are right, Nisha. Even at a certain point, right before both, both the—I was gonna say both the Rock. It's not the Rock. It's not the Rock. Everybody, it's not—it's <laughs> not Dwayne. No. Um, but right before Rock and Ace fuck Chelsea, mm. he was like, "Well, pussy is pussy." Like you saying, booty is booty, ass is ass. Mm-hmm. That is so hard for me to understand, though. Cause I'm like, you really would just just stick your dick in anything? Just These really? Are men, okay? Just yeah. really yeah. anything? Yeah. I need I need you to get real. Really yeah. anything? Yeah, I guess I'm man. just assuming people yeah. have higher standards and morals. This, this men is, have fucked chickens. Yeah. Men have fucked this is, women. This is, this is, this is your, this is this is your shelter. Chicken. Who was fucking a chicken? White men. They fucking ghosts. They fucking. They fucking yeah, anything with a hole. How you think? How you think we got roosters? Right. A white Stop man fucked a chicken. Cock a doo doo. Yeah, this is this is your shelterness show. You know men will fuck whatever. I'm so sick of you and this shelterness. Like yeah, I'm about yeah. I'm about to take my belt off and start issuing ass. With <laughs> this is not cool. What you are doing to yourself? There's a whole world out there. Mm. Do you hear what I say, girl? There's, There's a, a whole, whole world, world out there. That's apparently, apparently. Uh, <laughs> but after Ooh. we like, after we figure out that uh, the uh, Ace's dream is to open a strip club. All he needs is the money. Okay, Rock dream like, might be giving him too much credit. 
I thought giving him morals was giving him too much credit. Uh, Rock is like, oh, you need money? I know exactly where we can get it. We gonna rob a nigga. I thought that was like, I really thought that like Rock was gonna have like, okay, like like maybe it'll be robbing, but like maybe it'll be like selling drugs or something. But Rock was like, okay, oh, you need money? Let's rob your brother. Right, like, out of all people. And he came up with that plan so quick. Right. So I'm, quick. Are you? This ni- No, what it is is this nigga been plotting. You know what I'm saying? And now right. he's using his own, the dude's own family and his addiction against him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you're going to get this money and we all know you're going to fuck it up. Dude, you're going to get this money. You don't know shit about running the business. You is not going to invest in no strip club. You know what I'm saying? His, People think his yeah. He's using his insecurity, but he's also using his jealousy because they also went over how they were all kind of cool growing up. And so when Sincere was like hustling in the streets, he used his hustle to get out and he's and, and Rock is upset because he didn't. Right. So he's also but, using that. Yeah. Which is I, also stupid. But anyway, we get some sex between Yana and Sincere. Um, I guess that's cute. Uh, don't be hating on Black Love. I'm not, mm. but I did have a question because okay, did you guys did you ever watch um Sue Johansson on the Oxygen Channel like early 2000s? Never. If it wasn't VH1 or MTV, I didn't fuck with it. <laughs> so Sue Johansson was this old white woman who came on Oxygen. At like eleven, eleven thirty at night on weekdays, and she was a, a she she would always say, "I'm not a doctor, but I've been working in like sexual health my whole life." Like she was like a nurse or RN or something like that, right? And so she would give sex advice, and people would call in and they would ask questions, and she would give sex advice, and I would watch it all the time, secretly in my room, right? So in this chapter, Yana and Sincere do a whole surf surfboard in the water, right? They fucking in the water in their tub. One, how big is this tub? Mm. For two people... On black love. I'm not hating on black love. I'm hating on the architecture hating of their home. black love. Listen. Because I had a jacuzzi Rachel, tub. No way two Rachel. Get it in there. Rachel. Rachel. Listen. Devin? Please tell me you've had sex in the bathtub before. Rachel. No, because... Oh my God! She worried said, about somebody oh gonna God. get bubbles in her cootie so cat. She exactly. worried about. She said, no. "If you have no. sex in water, especially if there's soap in it, that will fuck up the pH balance of your vagina, and oh, you will get sick." She Listen, said that, and that stuck in my that. head. Okay, they they made, that oh stuck my in my God. head. Listen, my whole life. You for a so never. Sometimes, <laughs> listen. Sometimes it's worse to take the charge, if you know what I mean. Like, you're having a good time and something pops off, bitch, that's what they make monostat for. That's what they make fucking turmeric for. That's what they make ginger for. So knock that shit right back out. Quick story. For my my fucking 30th birthday, the dude I was dating decided he wanted Uh to put ice cream on my vajayjay. Ice cream. Don't it sound like a good time? Yeah. Okay, and then, but I'm diabetic, and three days later, my pussy rose like Jesus. Like it was, it it. I had to go to the doctor. Okay, Monaset was not was not my friend. I had, I had to go to the fucking doctor, and that Chinese lady told me she said, "Nitra, what's your problem?" 
You're black women. You don't need that. Black women got, what, what she say? Dark meat, juicy, white meat, dry. Black women don't need nothing. I was like, whoa. Well, this what? is what I told you. Sometimes you have to take the charge, Rachel. You have to live oh, for the head. Take the charge, oh Rachel. God. Do you do oh bath bombs? Rachel, just what take the charge. That? What was that? Oh, my goodness. Um, that was <laughs> such a great story, and I don't know. Right. Yeah. Rachel, I need you. I need you to live a little. Just live just a little. Not a lie. Get out there, girl. Go out here and try to have sex Just in the try. shower. But it's self both cleaning, fall. bitch. Put that peanut butter in the fridge. We can both fall sex in the shower. Trust me, he ain't gonna drop you. No. Niggas get hella strong in those type of conditions. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, like when a, when a mom gets super strength, what she needs to save her child. That's, wow. that's, what, that's, that's what happened with dudes when they be in the cootie cat. They be got they got this superpower strength. Be like, motherfucker, you can't lift four cases of water, but you just lifted 230 pounds. Nigga, you the real MVP. Okay. I'm just saying. Rachel, I need you to live a little. Need you get out there, it's okay. Wow. Devin, you out here fucking in the water? You fucking in water, Devin? I'm not against it. I can't swim, but you know. You can't swim? Nope. Aw. Now, now, listen, Rachel, I didn't say go to Cancun and fucking salt water. That's Neither did I. Said. That's what Devin said. Devin said he can't swim. Devin, well, I'm, talking, I'm talking about lake water. Devin, Devin ain't never been in no wet I'm pussy. Talking, I'm, talking about, can't swim. I'm talking about fresh water. I'm talking about rivers. But are you surfboarding in the tub? Now, I don't think I have. I don't trust the Chicago tubs. Oh, no. They all full of little no, rusty no. and dusty. Listen. I don't like it. I'm through with both of y'all. This is my last book. I'm not playing. I need a break. <laughs> I'll be back in May. Rachel, Rachel sheltered. I'm a germaphobe. I don't know what you want from us. You in the shower, motherfucker. What are you Germans for? You're, it's self-cleaning. What are you talking about? <laughs> shower and bathtubs are two different things, bro. Yeah, you going to soak in the, in the I throat. understand the tub. Exactly. Small, but what, what happens is the man compensates or the woman being in the, because that's the sexy part, the woman being in the his tub. super strength. Man, he in there with his knees all up to a bitch earlobe, <laughs> trying to slide down good so the woman can slide up. Listen, I need y'all motherfuckers to grow a little bit. I'm going to need y'all to expand, you know, stop it. And they had money. They wasn't fucking in no apartment bathroom, bitch. Right, it was just a bunch of jacuzzi tubs still isn't that big. For two people? Oh, in a jacuzzi tub? When it's mine? I had you know a jacuzzi tub. I'm, I'm into it. Two people not getting in there? Nah, we can find Yes, they do. Yes, It's a jacuzzi. A jacuzzi was yeah. never made for one. A jacuzzi person. tub is not the same as a jacuzzi. A jacuzzi, a jacuzzi tub jacuzzi. was made for fucking. Let's be honest. Yeah, that, that, that's why they, they, they made it them together. Mm -hmm. They took a tub and they took a jacuzzi because people be fucking in the jacuzzi and they was like, let's. Put them together. What you think them jets is for? Rachel. Run, run, bathroom, right. bathroom, yes. bathroom hilarious. You're not supposed <laughs> to. You're not supposed to eat eat the orange hull of the orange, but some cultures do. It's not that bad. God damn it. Oh, this is my last book. I'm through with y'all. I'm saying, Sue Johansson says, "No, Auntie is through with y'all." Mm -mm. mm -mm. mm -mm. I am sick of this shit right here. Oh, again, again, I'm about to start giving lessons on take lessons. 
on how to live a free fall life. Onlyfans.com slash Nitra. Let's go. Already. It's already. Oh, no, it's, 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 right. It's, it's going to be flash already. Cause you, <laughs> you need to get it together. You can't oh, my God. That's right. You can't be out here simping, baby. That's all I'm saying. You out here looking like a simp. Me? Yep. Mm-hmm. You, you look like the type of girl that no. believes anything a nigga wow. tell them. You look like that girl. You'd be like, okay. You'd be like, listen. I, I don't believe shit the- nobody tell me. I'm you but mm. No. She's not mm-hmm. a simp. No. I don't have okay. patience for that. You don't even have sex in the shower if that ain't simping. I don't know. Mm. Who is a shower and bath are two different things now. I guarantee you know, Robert. I never crush, said that. You'd Robert rather eat a dry ass peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> no, we now hold on. We're not gonna go back to this peanut butter and jelly because the peanut butter and jelly is 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 a whole other other argument. All I'm saying is you need to live a little. I'm, you know what? You need to come to Houston with me for a weekend when the world opens back oh, up. I'm a, I'm a, no, no, I don't think she could take a week, Deb. She got to get at What are you talking about? Days. My whole family's in Houston. I've been in Houston for my whole life. I'm talking about with me. Yeah. Living oh. life. Nisha, you know you a whole, I'm going to have to stretch for that. Yeah, hell yeah. That, that, that's the point. That is the point. I'm, I'm a bitch that's going to hype you up. Bitch, like, bitch, it's just pussy fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you live your life. Shit. You are a female comic. I'm going to just put this out there. You are a female comic. Like, we don't necessarily do the groupy thing, but if you do get that opportunity, if it seems, you know, good enough, I I take those opportunities. I've gotten plenty of dick on the road. Mm. (laughs) Really? Yes. Well, that's good. I'm not going to say that's bad. That's good. You know, it's hard for a woman to get a groupie. I can't wait to the day that Rachel got like five hoes. Listen, Rachel. (laughs) Listen, Rachel, every relationship I've been in for the past 11 years, they started out as a groupie. I met them at a show. And I flipped the script on that ass, and they believe in my dream. And next thing I know, I'm in a relationship, and I ain't happy. Next thing you know, you're waking up to head. Already. All the fuck ready. So anyway, we get another chapter of Derek (laughs) Tiffany. I'm not even going to go through this chapter of Derek and Tiffany because once again, it's a rape chapter and yeah. I just don't. Just don't. We're not going to yeah. do it. Um, just just no. Um, so then we get to this chapter with Rock uh, and Ace. And I think this is the chapter where they, they just, yeah, they fuck Chelsea. They fuck Chelsea, whatever. Chelsea once again says, come inside me, baby, which wasn't that the problem in the first book? Isn't no, that one not. of the things that got you so off track yeah. the first time? Is because you got pregnant. But here, but here's the thing that kills me. Chelsea's like, you know, rocks over here looking at her, and he's like, "If you if you want to fuck, it's gonna be eighty dollars." And he's like, "I only got 50. And he's like, right. "Hey, put you want to put it in?" I was like, "Well, I only got twenty five. So Chelsea did this for seventy five dollars for two dudes. Two. Her prices before were a hundred dollars an hour, five hundred for a gangbang." Yo, but if, you, like, if, this, if this doesn't convince you to never do crack, I don't know what will. That's what I was going to say. She wasn't on crack until she met old boy. So yeah. she was a little more in control before she got with old boy daddy. You know, because right. at first she was just sleeping with men and smoking blunts. Now, old boy didn't turn her out on the crack. Now she out here fucking two for 75. That's crazy. Don't do no threesome for 75. <laughs> 
$75. And then, according to her, both they dicks is little, and she wasn't really having any kind of fun at all. Right? She did. There was no enjoyment. Yeah. So I had I did I did highlight this because I tend to take a problem with this and maybe I'm tripping, but tell me, please tell me. So she's there at his uh Ross and uh Ace. God, I hate these nicknames as first names. But anyway, Rock and Ace are at Chelsea's apartment. She's walking around in a towel, and then that's when Ace was like, or Rock was like, ooh white woman in a towel. I want to fuck. And this is what he said, and this bothers me. This is what it made me think of anyway. He says, Rock looked over Rock looked over at Chelsea, who was walking around in nothing but a towel. He was impressed because for a white girl, her ass was fat. Okay. Where you upset at? I do not like it when black men refer to white women or ha- feel like in order to compliment a white woman, they have to give her black attributes. What else they gonna do? Yeah, they gonna compliment her on her flat ass? Fucking oh, annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> if the bitch is attractive yeah. and you think she's attractive, then let her all be attractive. But it's not be oh she's attractive if she look like if she looked like a black woman she would be fine. Like you know what I mean? Like you have a fat ass there. You have this black quality to you. Therefore you are attractive. But these are the same people who don't give two fucks about black women. That drives me up the fucking wall. When white men call black or when black men call white women thick, stop. Like stop. Just stop. So that, you, you, you think that oh. these words uh, exclusively belong to black women? I don't think these words exclusively, but let's just be real. No one no white white men are describing white women as thick. Yeah. White men are describing white women as these are things that you attribute to black women. Sure. And so you throw that onto a white woman for why? Yeah. If you think she's pretty, just say that. Just okay. be like, oh, she's good. But, she's this. But like, no. don't. Why do you need to attach a black woman to it in order for her to be fine, but then we'll backtrack and hate black women? I mean, to be fair, we are the finest creatures on the planet. 100%. However, but, you know, I'm saying like, th- I mean, there's not, that's what they're comparing it to. Like, no, no black man has ever said, say, white girl, that slit you got in your back is sexy as fuck. Like, nobody is saying that. But if she is thick like a black woman, guess what? They're going to, whatever, that's the correlation to like them, to mm-hmm. be like, okay, she got, like, attributes like a black woman. That's just what right. it is. Right, so, but it's still, like, putting the white woman... Yeah. You're still putting the white woman above the black woman because the black woman, you're going to find a problem with chosen? her. Who was chosen? The white girl. But that's that whole, even Kanye, like, think about Kanye. Mm -hmm. You left your black woman to go get a white woman who changed her whole body to look like a black woman. Yeah. And now that's the thing that you want? Someone who doesn't even look like themselves, they want to look like a black woman? When you have black women right here? Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck? I don't like this. Look, it's it's different packaging. That's what men say. It's just different packaging. They, yeah, they're, they've been, you know, cut and taped and put together, but they handle things different than black women. <sighs> David, do you get what I'm saying? Do you call white women? I, I, I get what you're saying. Do you call white women thick? You better say no. All I'm saying is that I'm trying to think I have. I, th- I think I probably have. <laughs> I know. When you first moved to Chicago, who I noticed that the the white girls were thick 
And I was like, damn, they got a whole bunch of thick white girls out here. And I, I'm like, oh, they walk around mm. in snow with boots on. That's how they booty start dragging. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does I thick mean, mean to you, Devin? If you were to describe what thick is, what does thick uh, mean? Not, not bony. But what does that mean? It's thick. I'll say, I'll you say know, like, what it's I mean, somewhere, it's somewhere. Between. Where is where is thick and fat? Yeah. Where is the line between thick and fat? That's that's what I would say is like a big it's not necessarily like obese, but it's like it's a certain thing about like maybe like muscle plus just like I think it's body the fat. shape. You think it's the shape, Mitra? Yeah. Because yeah. like two thirty on some people look different than two thirty on me. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, all in how the weight true. is proportioned. Yeah, that's true. It's like where the weight is on your body. That's when you describe someone as thick. Cause okay. she thick. <laughs> Okay, and I, I like that song, but I hate it at the same time. Me too. I just so, I wish the whole song just said thick. <laughs> so it's all about how you carry the weight. Absolutely. Because yeah. if you built like an ice cream cone and you be hollering, I'm thick. No, you're not. Your, 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 your weight is proportioned differently. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it comes with the formality. Anybody can say they thick nowadays. Shit, shout out they to Brandy do. Denise. Anybody Look, shout out to Brandy Denise. She be like, I'm thick. Brandy, you know damn well your little slim ass ain't <laughs> thick. You know? So, yeah. you know, you it's it's all in how it's packaged. It's all in the packaging. That's it's all a, it is. You gotta look like a Pixar character. Oh, who? You know how Pixar's you, the moms got the Like the mom on. from The Incredible? Yeah. Ah. See, and then I feel like the mom from The Incredibles really, you know, they stole a black woman's shape and put a white woman on it. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's yeah. that's the thing, though. You know, that's that's the level of thick. Now, I agree with Roseanne, you. Roseanne Barr was not thick. She no, was no. fat. No, Roseanne yeah. Barr is fat ass fat. Like even but Monique, you, but you can have Monique, someone. You can have someone who weighs the same as Roseanne and look different. It looked totally yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it also depends on your height and all that shit mm-hmm. too, and Absolutely. and and all that garbage. But I just, yeah, I just don't like it, and I don't like that white women think it's a compliment. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you just compared me to a black woman. Yes, I'm working. I'm, I'm like, I yeah. clearly I'm a bad bitch. Like, stop, Kelly. They want to be not. us. They well, want to be yeah. us though. I'll say yeah, everybody want to be a nigga, but don't I want to be a nigga? Already from, from the men's <laughs> perspective, I don't think a lot of men think of that word as exclusive to black women but i do think like there is like some cultural history there that i do think is like a fair opinion so okay i want to go back to it is i just want to say thick with two c's belongs to black people that's yeah thick with with the ck yeah. Just like nigga, nigga with the A belongs uh-huh. to black people. Nigga with the ER, uh, not so much. Mm-hmm. Not so much. <laughs> so it's thick. I just I want to figure it out, right? So if if okay, if we're using the mom from the incredible, like her body yeah. shape. Yeah. Is thick like no weight, like no gut, no waist, and no. then all booty? Nope. No. Nope. Cause I deem myself as thick. Mm-hmm. But my weight is proportioned different. I don't have a big ass. Mm-hmm. I have an ass, and yeah. I damn sure ain't got no titties. I got more stomach than anything, but it's proportioned a certain yeah. way. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's all about the packaging. I don't, you know, yeah, it's not like there are hard and fast rules. You just kind of know it when you see it. Yeah, you know it when you see it. You know when you see it. Yeah. 
Just like, okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah. Lizzo. Is Lizzo thick? Or is she just an obese woman? I would say she Lizzo's can't... thick. Okay. Okay. Was Monique thick? Lizzo back then? Lizzo was Lizzo was big. You think Lizzo's Love her. I think I think she's well, I, I, I but see I also don't think there's anything wrong with saying that you're fat. If you know you're fat, you're no. fat. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Lizzo yeah, is no, fat. No. Yeah. She, but she is a sexy ass woman. That's one hundred percent. Monique, Monique was larger than Lizzo when she was Miss Parker, wasn't she? Yeah, I think so. I think she was. Yeah, she was. She was large. Um, I think she's like thick now because she's lost a lot of weight. Like, yeah. Wait, who Shout are we talking about? Monique. Monique. She, oh yeah, I think she was. She was. Big, big back in the you know Mrs. Park, Miss Parker days, right? So she's definitely like a thick now for sure, right? Absolutely, because well, she you... wasn't referring to herself as thick back then. You know what I'm saying? No, she, she was just saying she was fat women. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think Hispanic women can be thick? Yes. They are the ones frying chicken at Popeyes and fucking churches. <laughs> These I bitches think... is built like the birds they fly nowadays, yeah. nigga. I think when it comes to women of color, when I'm saying and and I'm actually going to exclude Asians in this okay. one. <laughs> There's no point. <laughs> we're 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 all like thick. We're like like brown. I'm talking about all the hues of brown and black. Yeah. We are just thick curved yeah. women that's just what we are because i'm excluding asians because you don't really see a even i've never seen a thick asian woman ever in my life um unless she I'm was sure half so. a black unless she was like a half a black or a half a brown i've never seen i've seen a thick asian but she wasn't our kind of thick like you'd be like mm-hmm. damn that little asian she, thick she a little pudgy yeah. you know that mm-hmm. type of thick but technically asians I mean, even though they're people of color, they're not people of color in a sense. They identify with white more than they identify with people of color anyway. Well, I think so. that's more of like the old way, like when they were, like when immigration was first happening. I think nowadays, I don't think they identify as white anymore. But they did have that, they had that option to them, I think, in like, I don't know when exactly, maybe the 50s. I don't know history like that. But, but I yeah. think at first, they did have the option of like, do you want to be a POC or do you want to be white? Because we'll let you be white, but you got to follow these rules. But I don't think that's the case culturally anymore. It's like people, people our age. I'm sure they're older. Right. Oh, with older ones, I'm, yeah. 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 But uh, just like body type wise, that's why I exclude ages because they're typically yeah. really small, which uh, that's fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. but whatever, I'm just wondering, everybody has a different thing, but I guess as long as you are shaped like a black woman or a brown woman, specifically a lat a Latin Latinx brown person, as long as you are shaped like one of them. Yeah. I don't I think guess the world is your oyster. I think that's a fair opinion to have. And I also very much agree, like if you are gonna ever use those words towards white people, you have to do the work of like uh they use the phrase decolonizing your mind and being like, Well they if you think a white woman attractive, that's fine. But you cannot That's be, fine. You can't be thinking they're more attractive. Because they have these black attributes than black women, like that's when you gotta do some work on yourself. Yes. Now he, yes, I one hundred percent agree. Especially uh, if you came from a black woman. Mm-hmm. Which don't even let please. That's just like these black men who are like, I don't like women of a certain size, but then you look at your mama and everyone else in your oh, family, and they hey. all big as shit. Hey. So 
you don't <laughs> like me or you don't like everyone in your life. So which one right. is it? Um, they don't want their woman having a big ass. Some men ain't attracted to that ass. That is true. That. Some men are not attracted to that. Like uh, Chris Brown. Chris Brown got, definitely got a type. Like ever since him and Rihanna, after Rihanna, every girl has been a slim, very sleek, fit woman. Like well, they ain't even mm-hmm. fit. They just naturally fucking skinny. Yeah. Like he has a he that's his problem. He needs somebody like me with thick walls to sit on that dick. That's what he <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because he's been having these little slim, little meatless. He 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 like vegan pussy, meatless. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not vegan pussy. But that is is that his fault, Mitra? Is that his fault, or is that just what groupies look like nowadays? Because they all want to look like that. That I, I mean, how many how many size fourteen, sixteen? Uh, groupies are really out there like that. We out there, we just ain't getting chose. Like, it's cool to be thick when you're a woman in Hollywood thick, but to get chosen and be dated by a man in Hollywood and you're thick, they will admire you all day. But they ain't choosing your bitch ass. They go and choose some exotic, light-skinned right. woman. They, I mean, she, I don't even want to bring colorism into it, but how many, how many celebrity true. people do you meet? Lil Wayne is probably the first one to date a woman of size, of size. Right. Like and you that, don't see that, rappers that, that with that. Quickly. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, he don't even know who he is, so I don't even think he realized what he was doing at the time. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you don't, you just don't see these celebrity men choosing mm-hmm. women of. It not a size ten, not a twelve, damn sure not a fourteen. You know right. what I'm saying? You got to stay in that that really that six to eight range to be chosen in Hollywood. That's why I can't wait to make it. it because this pussy is gonna get saturated, and I'm gonna make sure <laughs> it's known. Chris Brown, I'm coming for you. Chris Webber, you a throwback dick, but I'm still coming for you. Coming you. for God, you. I am coming yeah. for them. That was my bad. I, look, I'm in the car. I blew the horn. That let you know that was a message. For you guys <laughs> you better there. put it into the universe. You better put it, you Already. Speak it into existence. That's what I'm saying. Speak it I'm going to be on the cover of Ebony for being the first brown skinned, thick woman to pull a celebrity man. That's what I want my, my, my legacy. Celebrity to be. leading man. 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 Yeah. Not, no, not no background actor. I don't want no. <laughs> you, want, you, might, you want Michael B. Jordan up. Already. You know what I'm saying? 100. 100%. Uh, so we finally wow. get to, I guess, what's the part of the climax of this book? I don't know. Um, Yana comes home yep. from the bank. Yep. All of a sudden, she gets out the car. Two men pull her back into the car. They got masks on, and then there's a woman in the back. I don't... Okay. So, hold on. What does she say? Um... Yeah, she's. They're already threatened. They got gun to her head. They're threatening, like, bitch, I'll blow your brains out. All this, right? Please let me go. I'll give you whatever you want. Um, and she says, please, I'll give you whatever. Uh, any, I'll give you anything, Yana pleaded. Chelsea slapped Yana in the face. You stupid bitch. I want Jason back. Couldn't you give me that? Chelsea screamed. Ace and Rock moved their removed their mask and frowned at Yana. What are you doing? What is this all about? Okay. So if they didn't have any, if their intent wasn't on killing somebody, 
what was the point of getting back in the car, doing this fake kidnapping, going back in the house and taking off your mask? I don't think they meant to, you know, like a lot of times people just in their mind, they don't think something going extremely bad is this. So here it is. They they robbed the situation and Chelsea, when she made that remark, their cover was blown. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Right. All right. We got, we got to reveal who we are now. So. Um, but they was going to do that anyway. I don't think they were. I think I think if they hadn't had Chelsea there, they probably would have been successful with trying to get some money. Chelsea blew their cover because she started mentioning Jason. Yana didn't know. Yana knew about Chelsea, but she didn't know Chelsea. She didn't know who she was. Yeah. Right. She never and seen so her when she made this remark, it's like, wait a minute, how you know my business? You know? And then old boy just, you know, especially the brother-in-law is the one that shot the sister-in-law in the head. That's low. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't mean for it to go left, but they all drug at it. So you knew it was going to go left. Right. So they, they kidnap her. They drive, I guess they drive around the block and then go back in the house. And then Sincere shows up. He realizes something wrong. He pulls out his gun. And now we have this Mexican standoff. He's trying to shoot at Rock. Rock Ace is trying to shoot Yana. And Chelsea is just there looking white and stupid. So she also has a gun for whatever reason. Um, they're talking about where's the money. I'm still confused as to where this money that they think is. Like, did they think he just had money in his house or like, yep. was that set up yeah. somewhere that I missed that they said they just no. keep hundreds of, th- it's, no, they just assumed that he had money uh, in the house. Know. Because, you know, niggas got money in the crib. Well, not even that. These are crackheads, yo. They, mm-hmm. you know, even though the brother has shown that he got out the hood, he's not giving no inclination that he's doing hood things. But these crackheads think he's Scarface sitting in the in the house with a million dollars buried in the backyard. You know what I'm saying? Right. So their plan was already fucked because they never thought it through. They just knew Jason had money. They didn't know that his money is in the bank. In the bank. Like, right. That, that's how dumb these crackheads are. They didn't have a plan. So they just thought it was going to be, let me run in and get this money and run out. And that wasn't it. Shit. Since right. they was with the shit. Like pulling up to the thing, to the gas mm-hmm. station. Let me just go pump some gas real quick and I'll be right back. So, yeah, they, I guess, yeah, they are just like, give me your money or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to shoot her. Sincere can see how scared Rock is because he, he keeps saying he's seeing him like shaking his gun at him while he's like pointing it or whatever. So, Sincere decides to be a hero and tussle for the gun out of Rock's hand. And doing so, he shoots Rock in the head. Bam. And in doing that, Ace then lets the AK-47 off and blows Yana's head off, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All within seconds. Well, with that, also I will say that the dude Rock that's holding the gun, yeah, he's shaking because he knows what Sincere is capable of. So their right. plan isn't already going according to plan, and they knew how sincere got down. So Ace, yeah. Ace was too, he had to do something because he didn't want his brother to come down on him like that. So that's why he panicked and shot the sister-in-law. Yes. And as a result, sincere then unloaded the rest of the gun into Ace and Ace perishes in the corner and he uh, is sitting there holding his wife's brains or whatever mm-hmm. in his hands. 
That shit was crazy. And then Chelsea really is was. just there. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, looking sad or whatever. Um, also, in between this, there was a chapter about Tiffany. I don't give a fuck. Um, she killed <laughs> she killed Derek. mentioning her? Because yeah, she's in the book. Tiffany but killed she, Derek. Next. In the end, Tiffany was a heroine. I'm going to give her her. Yeah, true. <laughs> she, she killed the villain. I'm going to give her her props. Yeah. She killed the villain and got away with it. So that's awesome. Bad I'm not damn. mad at her. Just I'm almost wanna... nervous that in the in whatever the next series of books that comes back, that's gonna be a storyline. Somebody's gonna find out that she killed somebody, and boom, it's gonna be another book. Well, this is the end. There is no more closed ways get fed. There's no three, so oh. this was it. Um, maybe she continued it in a different, like you know, in another character in a way, um, but. Yeah, this is this is the end of closed legs. There's no three. So unless she's writing a three. Um, it seems like she writes books very quickly since they don't have to be anything more than forty five pages. I'm saying I wanna thank the Hood Novel Network for <laughs> giving me these short, quick reads to inspire me to write. Yep. After watching along with the book club. And after watching the movie Malcolm and Marie last night, I'm like, <laughs> yo, I can do this. These niggas wrote a whole hour and a half movie arguing. The yep. whole movie. I didn't even finish it because I was like, are they going to go back to. and forth? Mm. Yes. Your answer is yes. They just go back and forth the whole movie. Yes. See? I was like, I need to start writing. I need, because you know how many nights? That I didn't have to argue with a nigga like that. That my that was boring. <laughs> that was boring compared to the shit I've been through in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like get, no. just get a tape recorder and and just and record every word. Take yeah. me down. Um, but yeah, there's this murder. Um, Sarah is with Jason. She feels she has an intuition that something's wrong. They put um, baby Chelsea in the car seat and drive over there and find out that um yes indeed everybody is dead and they see Chelsea coming out. This is my problem. To get her away when 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 what's the girl's name? When Sarah sees Chelsea come out of the house in handcuffs, she like bam goes to attack her, which totally get totally get whatever. They have to stop calling this baby Chelsea. <laughs> Today's the day that you go get Chelsea's name changed. You can't keep calling the Chelsea. Why? They have little little John. They got little Michael. Why she can't be yeah. baby Chelsea? <laughs> because baby Chelsea helped kill my sister. I, that would piss me off. The name Chelsea from that moment on is ruined. Like go change the baby's name. No. The mama named the Chelsea. I'm gonna call her Chelsea. Name Chelsea. <laughs> So, yeah, they killed Chelsea. Wait. They take her to, or no, they killed Yana. Yeah. They were twins, it, right? Yana and Sarah? No, I don't think oh. so. I don't know why I presume they were twins. Because that whole was... intuition thing, like I felt yeah. something in, in the universe telling me they weren't. I think they were just really close. Okay. But I think Yana was Sarah's older sister. I think. I'm assuming. I don't know. Anna Marie didn't really tell us did she um, no she did not they but she shoots her she goes to uh they go to the police station and jason goes to the police station as well 
she drops he drops the baby off with Sarah. I which I don't crazy. I don't know if that's the time. I don't think she wants like, to watch that child right now. You also go. You gonna leave your your fiance whose sister just got like viciously murdered, mm-hmm. and he's gonna and leave you, her. You gonna be like, and you go and check on 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 the dope thing on, on her fucking ex. What? So he goes to check on her, and now he it's like instantly he's like, we need to call her parents and make sure that she has some help, and we have to support her and support Chelsea and support Chelsea and support Chelsea. All Chelsea. Mm-hmm. All it's just. All Chelsea's matter in this story. All Chelsea's matter, exactly. Well, you know they what? Call their I, mom. It's... I I thought I I I did find it disturbing that like I would have been pissed off. Well, I still would have been. I, she had the right to be upset that he mm-hmm. was over consumed with what was happening with Chelsea. You know what this woman is capable of. She's stolen from you. She's wronged you on several occasions, and you still. I feel like he still had an interest in Sarah. I mean, I in, in Chelsea. And so Sarah just kind of was like the rebound chick. She black. She can help me take care of this black baby. You know what I'm saying? And he Somebody has to do her hair. Right. As much as he's constantly saying, like, I'm not in love with her. I'm not in love with her. I'm not in is. love with her. But you are. You yep. did a lot of in love with her type shit. I'll say that. Yep. Yeah, you pushed even after they to the side. You yep. push that, like move over. I gotta go help her, and yep. th- so they go over. They all decide we gotta do everything to help her. Blah blah blah. Next chapter, this first paragraph is what started me wanting to throw things. Like I've been, there's been a fire, you know, burning within me. Is how much I hate this, but now I want to throw things for sure. First chapter, one month later, or first paragraph, one month later. Chelsea was released from jail and she had to go to rehab. Although Chelsea had a terrible past and a record a mile long, her parents made sure her recent charges were dropped and never heard of again. Jason was doing all he could do for Sarah. That is the white privilege I've never heard of. Like that, that is, that's another reason why I'm thinking, well, maybe is Anne Marie, is Red Johnson slash Anne Marie, Anne Marie White? Like this whole conspired. This whole conspired and kidnapped a family and then ended up being an accessory to murder. And yep. they was like, you can go home. It's cool. The thing right. about white privilege is you don't always come when you call it. It's always mm. on time. It's always. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's so crazy. The, out of all her charges, I'm pretty sure Chelsea had prostitution charges and all kinds mm-hmm. of shit. And the most important one, they got dismissed. Right. Murder. Murder. Nuts. That's fucking crazy. Y'all. These are all felony charges. Yeah. Every and single one. Something <laughs> also in the insurrection is I happening. feel for Chelsea, but she deserves some jail time. Jesus Christ. Absolutely. You you conspired yeah. to rob someone and then a murder you like she said, you're an accessory. And you just get to walk the fuck off. That's that, why that brought them colonizers. They they like, got they what got in the insurrection is happening. That's why I was just like, this is at this point now, I don't give a fuck. Like, there's, I, mm-mm. so, all this There's happened. a part of me, like, the more I read this book, I feel like Chelsea was, like, a wigger. Like, she, I, I wouldn't even go so far as past, <laughs> she might even say nigger. She thinks, 
Mm-hmm. She just got these these fucking ways about her that you know I don't feel like they they've accented enough. I I felt like they didn't want to accent it because they wanted you to kind of I don't want to say dry. yeah on I don't know they I just feel like she was really a top notch wigger and uh, because if she wrote her that way then she she wouldn't she I, I guess Chelsea is supposed to be the hero of the story. But like, if she wrote her that way, then she, every no one would have sympathy for her whatsoever. The biggest problem is though, you put a black woman on the cover and then told her she was white on the inside. So now my sympathy was already fucking removed. Yep. <sighs> that makes it sound like I hate white people. I don't. But this book is just frustrating, and it's Black History Month, and I did not want to read a book about white women. I don't know how much I want to say that. And you know I what? Didn't want to. I really. Um, felt that I was bamboozled for this month. I was like, she chose a fucking book about white bitches for Black History Month, and that was cold blooded. I did want to put that out there. I, I know. We could have read all kinds of. Too. Just saying. Uh, but yeah, she was released from jail, just exonerated. No one cares. And this has been a month. I guess it's a one month later, and. Jason is constantly going to check on Sarah at rehab and making sure she's okay. And he has the nerve. I I completely understand why Sarah is pissed off and she has every reason to be. He has the nerve to tell Sarah after like her being like, where are you? What's going on? To say, baby, please stop acting as if Chelsea is the devil. She had nothing to do with Yana's death. I understand she was there, but Ace killed her. Yeah, that was some whole ass shit right there. What you mean she have she had everything to do with the death. She was she was a part of the crew that committed the death. You know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. It's not like she was completely innocent in the sense that like she found out when they got pulled over that it was a stolen car. No, she helped steal the car. Yep. She drove the goddamn car. Look, the thing that I I agree that I don't think Chelsea thought it was going to lead to people getting shot, but I don't give a fuck. You killed my sister. It's like I shouldn't want to say you shouldn't kill my sister, but my sister's dead. It's, yep. it's fuck you off for life at that point. Yeah, exactly. Like and it, and that's I get that. I'm also being a little irrational because I know that she did not pull the trigger, and I can't believe that she didn't intend for anyone to die. But my sister's dead. I don't have a sister anymore. It's fuck you off for life. That's how it yep. is. Yeah. And it's not this, to mention, yeah. the two people that were the ringleaders, they're dead, so this all should technically fall on you. You. Yep. Technically, it should all fall on you. Yeah. I just, I didn't understand that, because in the very last paragraph, she said, you know, Sarah ignored everything Jason said, as she should have. She was hurt that he was still associating with someone who played a part in her sister's death. Sarah felt as though Chelsea should have been behind bars, Nothing could bring her sister back, and the fact that everyone was on Chelsea's side made her feel like it was her against the world. She should have packed her shit and left. Sarah got played. I, I don't know what the was thinking. Sarah should have bounced. Sarah should have packed her shit and left. Like, all right, well, that's it. I understood I was making a connection with this little baby that's not mine, but I, I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck that. I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, you you guys are absolutely right. I mean, that would have really concluded with a fuck you, Jason, and fuck that baby. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 the type of Scorpio shit I would have been on. Fuck mm-hmm. you and that goddamn bastard baby, because you ain't the daddy, nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I don't deep. like it. I, deep. I don't. 
I hated the way this shit ended. Can we just please? Yes. So Sincere goes to rehab to check on Chelsea. He's now also her best fucking friend. And they're trying to, you know, get through life. This whole, I I understand if you want to forgive the person who murdered your family, that's one thing. But to skip to the very, very end of this, Chelsea has been clean for a year. Everything seems to be going well. Surprise, surprise. She's now fucking sincere. Yep. He's so she's fucking sincere. Dumb. You you took a prostitute and and and, and fell in love with her. Like you turned really a hoe you. into a housewife. You turned right. a murderous hoe into a housewife. On the cool, I thought it was gonna be a little different. I thought that Jason was gonna go get Chelsea back and the sister, because I thought they were twins for some reason. I thought that Sincere was gonna fall in love with the twin sister because they look alike. And so it it, it all ends well with Chelsea and Jason together and Sincere and Sarah in their kind of disturbed relationship. Because of I would rather that. I would have hated it, but I would 100% rather that than this bullshit. Because imagine people being like, so how'd you and Chelsea meet? Well, the day that I saw my fucking wife's head fucking get shot, Right. Chelsea was there. She was the Look, no, here it is, that funny story, right? That's how it starts. But seriously, it's that's exactly what it is. That shit you know, makes no fucking sense. I fucking hate And it. then her their son, Sincere Jr., mm. seems to be one hundred percent on board with his and bullshit. And that's when too. I was like, look. I can maybe, I can maybe buy that sincere in his grief is like, okay. I gotta forgive this Fell in love with the woman yeah. who's fault through, through dealing with his grief, maybe that's just how he dealt with it, is by getting with this person. But I do not believe for any part of me that his son is okay with his dad fucking the person who was involved in his mom's death. I don't. Absolutely not. Well, you know what? The new pimp would be Sincere Jr. because he would bring his friends <laughs> yes. Tell them to meet him at the bus stop and bring a your so yeah, stay, stay away from bus stops, Chelsea. Here's my thing. And if it's it's even observed from the white person's perspective in this book, I I love and I hate black people's forgiveness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, what'll yeah. happen is in their heart they they're like, okay, I'm at peace. My, you know, my my person in my life is dead and somebody took their life and they'll be like, you know what? I forgive you. And I understand you're supposed to forgive or whatever, but, you know, some people be like, you know, you killed my whole family and they be like, I just want to talk to them and I just want to, and I understand they need their closure. I just be right. like sometimes black people, we just be dropping our draws, you know, to to look good. And right. sometimes like, it's good to harbor that hate a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you killed my fucking wife. There's no reason this man should have been catering to this woman, no matter how much addiction she had, no matter how much mental illness. I can I can feel and love from you from afar, but there is no reason this man was visiting her in rehab, trying to nurse her back to health. What are they seeing in this fucking snow bunny that everybody feels that that she needs to be a part of their life? Like every man she encounters wants her or wants something from her. What from her. The yeah. could sincere, seriously, sincerely want from Chelsea? Like, yo, you are an oxymoron of your name, my nigga, because there's 
this is stupid. You full of shit. That's why. It's just it makes no sense. And she's going like they even say Sarah knew Jason was right, but it was a hard pill to swallow. But she loved Jason, and she and he loved her back. Yana's death was still hitting her hard, but she knew um, her sister would have wanted her to be the bigger person in the situation. I literally wrote "fuck everybody." All over. That's what I'm saying. Would have wanted to be alive. Thank you, thank you. Your sister would have liked to be alive. Your Mm -hmm. sister would like to take a breath this morning. Yeah, but she can't because you, the Mm -hmm. ex crackhead, and your crackhead friends decided to kill people. And how about this? You know, that sincere is what you call it, brother-in-law. So she still has a relationship with her nephew. And me, Chelsea Jr. and Jason go over to Cynthia's house. Like, are they, oh, the part where they went on vacation and she, Sarah's like, are you worried about Chelsea having a baby? And he's like, nah, Cynthia's there. Like, are you fucking kidding right. me? Like, I, I hated this book and I, I, I want to say I'm harboring hate for you, Rachel, because you've done it again. I thought it couldn't wow. get no worse than the first <laughs> book I read with y'all. What was that one called? Uh, 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 what was the first, the December book called? Uh, oh. Um, Nigga Tales. Oh, shit. Nigga Tales. <laughs> See, that's that's, I, I that's even that more reason. See, I erased it from my life. <laughs> that's why I hate you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this shit's is haunting me. It keeps coming yeah. back. You keep trying to trump what you did the month before. <laughs> I need you to find a book yeah. that could cater to Dev. <laughs> like his commentary. Because I'm I'm tired of giving away the game for free. Fucking with you right there. Okay, but to go back to what you were saying. But you going back to saying about like just like the overall forgiveness thing. It's just too much. Because uh, in one of these chapters, Chelsea says, why do you forgive me? Mm. Chelsea wanted to know. And he said, this nigga said, because you're just a little girl lost in this big world. You're easily manipulated. And I feel like I could help you become a better person. Am I still hurt that you were in, that you, uh, that, am I still hurt that you were during the robbery? Yes, I am. But that wasn't real Chelsea. That was the Chelsea high off drugs. Get the fuck out of here, man. All factual statements, but still fuck Chelsea for life. Right. That's what I'm saying. Black people have this thing that we are so, I understand it. I I truly, in my heart, understand it. Because, you know, we want to do the the Christ-like thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the end of the day, we look foolish because we've been mm-hmm. taken advantage of. Yeah. Here it is. I've lost my family on both sides and every everybody forgives you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they, 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 I feel like they haven't, they haven't paid any debt to society receive, no. for receiving this type of forgiveness, man. And black people, we have a tendency to do that. We have a tendency to be like, you know what? Da, 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 but I forgive you. You know, but I think that's a lot in the courtroom too. Because it's one thing to forgive, but forgetting is not the same thing as forgiving. And I think people mix those two things together and they go, well, I forgave you, so I'm just going to go ahead and MIB 
flash erase my memory and then it's it's cool it's whatever it doesn't matter nothing cares anymore and that's but how you we can for up... go ahead yeah that's how you end up that's how you end up like what, having um, a mental illness a... i feel exactly. like that's how mental illness occurs because you have a christian well not, i don't know i don't want to say christian because everybody's not christian but you have this battle with doing the god life thing and what real time is yes jesus would have wanted me to forgive you but nitra still wants to fuck you up two years later you see what i'm saying right. so black people we just you know we love our our faith so much and we want to be that but when it's a, a matter of of my integrity and my dignity of me my livelihood as a person i feel like all that other shit need to go out the window and i need to be able to defend myself by any means necessary shout out to malcolm x amen oh i agree so uh, in the end of this book there's this letter i guess you want to call it and i just life it's one of the it's one of those moments that you have at the end of a lifetime movie where they try to wrap it up in a sweet way because the credits are already rolling and i guess Mm. chelsea wrote a diary entry or a letter i have no idea where any of this shit is coming from but as she says life is what you make it it's full of tough challenges but as the saying goes, God gives his hardest battles to his strongest shoulders. I guess I was one of the strong ones. No, you were not. I bitch. don't like this. I don't like how people, and I think I do think this goes into Christianity too. I don't like how people put God in everything like that. Because I don't think God wanted you to have your friends murder somebody. I don't think no. that was ever a part of God's plan ever at any point in life, period, no, point blank. Not at all. Absolutely. So when people put that shit on God, I'm like, don't do that. No. God has nothing to do with that. That is not what God wants. Yep. God wanted you to go to school and fucking take care of yourself. Exactly. When people put that on God, you are honestly you're diminishing what you think God is because you're no. saying God is just as evil as the devil. And also, you she didn't do any, she didn't do any fighting to get through these situations. She had other she didn't. Fighting. Yeah, she had Jason. She had her parents, and she had sincere who did everything to fix her life for her. She didn't do shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's how privileged white mm-hmm. women are. Out of every, I feel like white women are even more privileged than, than white men. They both mm-hmm. some privileged motherfuckers, but white women, they are just, they are more privileged because they have a bitchy attitude about the situation. So with her getting through everything and still having help, and then she still got Jason on the back end. Come on. Still. Now. Yeah. No, yeah, no. I hated that. I hated and she it, like, still was, won yeah. out the situation. She still got a nigga with mm-hmm. money. She she yep. still got access to her baby. She still got access to Jason. Everybody lost. They, they, they really didn't make it sound like Jason was still not completely over her. He's, He's he, not. he wasn't. No, he wasn't. This He's was his not. way of inserting himself because he couldn't leave Sarah. Yeah, he would have been an asshole if he left Sarah to go tend to Chelsea. And as a matter right. of fact, Chelsea in rehab, he needs somebody to watch baby Chelsea. He needs that black woman. Shit. Because remember, that's mom. how it started off. He hired her to be Bam. the nanny. Already. He's only with her because he was waiting on Chelsea. Already. That's it. He don't give a goddamn about her. Yep. And, the, and I feel like Sarah knew this all along, but I felt like she rode the fucking wave. That's right, goddammit. This white man doing all, you know, he's he's doing this, you know, because he apparently is a good guy. You see what I'm saying? So, right. 
you know, here it is, you think you caught one, but you know he got a pass with, you know, with, uh, quote, unquote, his baby mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a chance people take when they get in relationships with people with kids. And especially when she was hot, came in as the help, baby. As the help. This book has taken us on the worst journey Mm -hmm. and given us some of the worst conversation. Yeah. But it was the conversation. I'm not going to say the book was entertaining. The conversations were entertaining. This book wasn't. These books weren't even entertaining. Wait, can I, I look? I'm hoping all of these books we're coming up are gonna be great, huh? Before we wrap it up, can I also point out the fact that it seems like all this shit happened in less than a year's time because yeah. baby Chelsea yeah. is still a baby. She's still in a fucking car seat. Right. Well, when we met Sincere Junior, he was 15, and now that we know that she's fucking sincere, he's only 16. Yeah. Right. So this probably happened in an eight-month time span. Mm -hmm. Right. Not even a year. Right. Ridiculous. Devin, I think I already know the answer to this, but... um, No, I would not recommend this. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Would you recommend either one of these books? (laughs) (laughs) My lungs are consumed with smoke when you ask me that. I just want to say that I blame Rachel for this. I have no comment in terms of recommending this book to someone. I feel bamboozled that she recommended it to me. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, if you right. read the book, I'm a, the high recommendation is no. Hell no. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, stop doing this. Stop I writing this. Stop writing this. I, I don't want to encourage anybody from not being um into something that they're into or having a message now what the what, what was the message what was the message of close what first of all why is it what called close legs don't fed nobody ate nobody went through a drive-thru why is this called close legs don't get fed because chelsea's legs was always open and well, that's how she that's how other people ate so if she wasn't open everything She's kind of like pandemic pussy. If her legs ain't open, it, the whole operation is shut down. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. So that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not my style of book, but if somebody was to ask me, did I read it? I would say yes. I, whether she is a person of color or not, although there was a lot of blurred lines. You better be. The story. Amory, you line. better be black. Right <laughs> you better she be. She might be biracial. She might be biracial. But all I'm saying is I do encourage creativity. I'm not going to say don't read it. I'm just going to say that I can't get back my time. And if somebody does choose to read it, like just just like the title was is is misleading. It's misleading. So, but that's all marketing. So, that ain't our fault. Shout out to old girl for actually writing two books. I can't get yeah. my mind to sit together to write down a fucking sentence. So shout out to old girl, but yeah, this book was trash. Like I said, shout out to whoever <laughs> writing these books and you getting them out and you doing more than a lot of people say they would. So absolutely, but mm. I'm telling you right now, I may be proud of you, but I am nowhere near a fan. I don't think I, I am a fan be. that y'all have inspired me. I if y'all can write this bullshit, 
Wait till you get a load of me. No. Poor (laughs) bullshit. Oh, you guys, this one was a tough book. Um, I I need to stop calling it a book. This was a tough read. This was a tough toss essay to get through. Um, but we did it and we did it together. Luckily, we are off for the month of March. No book next month, no book next month, no book next month. So uh, you, we'll get back to it. Yes, it's no book this month or in March. Just my birthday. Hey, well, now shout out to um, the Pisces. Shout out to the Pisces. Um, I'll re I'll re release you know some past episodes so you can hear how crazy everything is. But book of the uh, month of March we are off. But until then, is there anything that y'all want to promote? Tell people about whatever. Go for nah, it. Nah, fam, stay black. All right, right. follow Devin at Devin Aristatus, folks. (laughs) Do that. Mitra? Uh, I have decided to make my comeback to the stage. (gasps) So I will be in Houston, Texas at Phil and Derek's um, in Midtown, March 5th and 6th. It's four shows, two Fridays, two Saturdays. I'm headlining all four. Yeah, y'all say a prayer for me. Uh, but okay. I already know, you know, once I get back in my element, you know, and I'm saying, you know, it's I just roll. told myself, Mitra, they have the mass singer and they have the mass dancer. I'm gonna be the mass comedian. Come I mean, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to that. So you know, my A town folks and my surrounding people, if you got your lights and power situation, we are operating March. Fifth and sixth at Phil and Derek's in Midtown Houston. It's gonna be a total great time. So shout out to that. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Miss Already, M-S-A-L-R-E-A-D-Y. And check out my podcast, Confessions of a Garden Tool. You see how misleading that is? Ain't nobody out here like that. <laughs> <laughs> Trust and believe when you tune in, you go you go get all the shit. You know what I'm saying? So I give y'all snippets of me here, but Rachel be testing me. <laughs> so I, I think if you've never listened to my podcast, because you, I think you would look at me and check out an episode. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Nietzsche, I already know you're crazy. So listening to your, I, it's not going to make me go, oh no, she's too much. <laughs> I already know. I already know. Listen. I know no, what I, I signed up for. That's too funny. <laughs> Too funny. So I appreciate I uh, you bringing me back to reading, though. I, I forgot how to do that. Um, hey. <laughs> it's the internet. It was call, internet me LeVar, call me LeVar Burton. Uh, dummy or um, the Reading Rainbow. Um, but you remember he yeah. played in the movie Dummy. Did you ever see the movie Dummy? Uh-uh. Where he plays a deaf person trying to live in society and it was you know this was back in the 80s so that's what they called him dummy because he couldn't talk i think he could hear but he couldn't talk check it out it's starting it's starring lamar burton it's called dummy read it dummy read it dummy (laughs) (laughs) but it's um, it's really a a good book sorry sorry and then of course y'all know follow the um check out hoodnovelbookclub.com follow us on instagram hoodnovelbookclub same thing with twitter um and then for me of course follow me rachel hall is funny and just like miss nature i'll be making my turn for return to the stage march uh march 7th both the seven o'clock and the nine o'clock and the um also march 18th at the laugh factory here in chicago so i'll be back um so wear your mask come check us out 
check us all out. We all are here doing big things until April, you guys. April is when we'll be back. Devin's birthday is in April. So we'll be, yes, we'll be all out here. Hopefully we'll all have um, blonde dreads by then. Who knows? All right, you guys. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Check y'all next month. Uh, Peace, niggas. Bye. 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 This is an Area Code Podcast.